Hello, everybody, and welcome to the fourth and final episode of my podcast, OT120, Reflecting Back with Lila Knack, a podcast in which I have been reflecting on my experiences and what I've learned in OT120, Foundations of Occupational Therapy, a course that I've taken this semester at the University of Scranton in fall 2021. In this final reflection, I will be referring back to the first reflection that I did this semester, where the main question that was asked of us was, what is occupational therapy? This question at first may seem very basic, especially for a course like this, but in this final reflection, I'd like to look back at this overall overarching question, if you will, and see how my understanding and answering of that question has grown over the semester. Overall, I certainly believe that my understanding of occupational therapy has evolved greatly. It's been greatly strengthened through our class discussions, projects, and everything that we've learned from, that I've learned from my peers, professor, and more. Some activities and projects that we did in this semester helped me relate occupational therapy to my own life. For example, we recently just looked at the Kawa model and doing the activity in class where we made our own rivers based on our life flow, emotions, experiences, etc. It really made me think about how I could apply some of these models to my own life even if I don't quote unquote need occupational therapy at the moment. In addition, the Ethical Dilemmas project that we did helped me relate OT to my own life because, especially with the dilemma that I worked with, I had been able to relate it to an experience that I had at my own place of work back home in Rockville Center since I work with individuals with disabilities. Finally, when working on my Applied Theories project, I have not finished this project yet considering that it's our final project, but... This experience also has helped me relate OT to my own life since we are choosing an organization to give OT to, theoretically, that is important to us. Besides these projects, some other activities in class helped me better understand the occupational therapy as a profession as a whole and in itself. So, for example, the first presentation that we all did where we got to look at a different practice area of occupational therapy, these presentations helped me learn more about occupational therapy in the sense that it's such a broad field, even broader than I initially thought. The History of OT Project did a similar thing, where I learned about how OT has evolved throughout time and how it's really been a sort of phenomena for a long time, more than most people would think. Our class discussions on the theories, as well as the AOTA Code of Ethics, are also tools that have helped me to learn more about the profession itself and occupational therapy as a whole. Through all of these experiences in and out of class, I feel confident that I can now answer the big overarching question, what is occupational therapy? If I had to put this question in my own words, I would say that occupational therapy is a profession that helps people with all aspects of their health, physical, developmental, emotional, mental, etc., so that they can successfully accomplish daily tasks, occupations, and activities that are important to their well-being and identity. When trying to define occupational therapy, a recent experience comes up for me. When I was on Thanksgiving break, a family member asked me when I was talking about occupational therapy what the difference is between physical therapy and occupational therapy, because many people don't know the difference. And I answered that I feel that physical therapy, at least from my experience, has been the more physical rehabilitation of someone with an injury, whereas occupational therapy is looking more at the whole person. That's a phrase that we've looked at a lot this semester. And OT really is working on all of those aspects of health, even beyond physical health, and not even be able to get that person back to a stable condition, but to get them to a place where they're able to still do the things that they love. 
Now, I have the privilege of being joined by a very special guest, my good friend Colin. Today, I'm going to be asking him a couple of questions that relate to occupational therapy and see what he has to say. So, Colin, my first question for you is, what do you know already about occupational therapy, if anything? Um, it's like better chiropractic Okay, that's a fair Which, point. I don't know much about chiropractic. It's really just a dude putting stuff on his hands and then just popping and locking you. So I assume OT is more of a science-based thing? It is based on science, well, yeah. Yeah, I know that. But I assume it has more, like, scientific, like, reasoning behind it. Well, it definitely has gotten more into the science realm, especially recently with occupational theory and stuff like that. There's theory for occupational? Yeah, there's a lot of different theories and models. I want to hear one theory. Well, there's a lot of different theories and models that people use. Like, we've been, like, looking at different models that different occupational therapists have developed, and it's, like... But I want to hear a theory. What's one theory? Go. Well, all right. One theory is the Kawa model, which we just did. That sounds fun. And it's it it was uh, developed by an occupational therapist named Michael Awama, and he basically uses like it's a very like metaphorical sort of um, it's a very metaphorical theory, and it sort of uses like a river as like a metaphor. So like the river is like your life flow. And then rocks in the river are, like, challenges that, like, might block your life flow or make it, like, harder. And then driftwood can be either positive or negative because it can help either move the challenge rocks out of the way or sort of, like, make it worse and make the life flow stop. And then at the end of life, the river, your life flow dumps into the ocean. That doesn't so. sound like science. It's, that one isn't that very like scientific. Based. Well, that was them, the worst one to do. Wow, okay. Okay. Do another one. Well, can I ask you the second question? Okay. Because now, now that you know a little bit more about occupational therapy. Okay. So, based on what you know about occupational therapy, do you see um, occupational therapy as a well-fit career for me, and why? Well, I don't know. Do whatever you want. Okay. I mean, I've only heard, like, the philosophy part. I don't know the science. I mean... Well, it's sort of like a combination of, like, rehabilitation science and, like, health sciences. But then it's also, like, focusing on the more identity aspects of the person. Because it's about focusing on getting them back to their occupations. Because it's therapy. Yes. <laughs> that was great. That makes sense. Oh. I'm glad that it does. I'm connecting the dots. And I've gained a newfound respect for chiropractic because they just they just pop and lock you. They don't give you any river nonsense. No, they don't. But that's a good model. If I told you more about it, I mean, we don't have much time, but if I told you more about it, I think you'd like it. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Colin. Thanks for your valued opinions and input. Okay, bye. As I wrap up this episode and my podcast as a whole, I would first like to thank my friend Colin for being a guest on this episode, as well as to everyone who has listened. I hope that you all have enjoyed me reflecting on this semester. I have greatly enjoyed this course, and I am really excited to see how I continue to grow as an OT student here at the University of Scranton and beyond someday. Thanks again for listening, 
and I hope that you learned a lot about occupational therapy and my experience in OT120, Foundations of Occupational Therapy. See you soon.